Welcome back to National Board Conversations. In this episode, we talk to Jada Reeves about Component 2. She's a National Board Certified Teacher in West Virginia and has the tips and tricks to help you deal with the process. I won't hold you much longer. Here's my breakdown of Component 2 with Jada Reeves. Welcome to the show, Jada. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm excited to help with anything with National Board. All right, so we're going to take a deep dive into Component 2, but we're going to get to we're going to get an intro of you first so what's your current role and can you give a brief introduction of how you got there yes i am currently an academic coach for my district and i mainly teach with students and teachers in grades k through five Um, i love my school it's really really great Um, my role as an academic coach is to help and assist other teachers for a student-centered learning environment through student-centered coaching Um, I got this position um, a couple years ago. Um, I had been in a classroom for several years. I was also a Title I teacher, and I feel like um, my calling as a professional is to help mentor and, um, you know, help other people through collaboration and being encouraging. I like it. I like it. So National Board is usually about collaboration. Uh, Why did you pursue board certification? Well, with my own um, story, (laughs) I did not want to be a teacher anymore. And this was before the pandemic. I, um, I was burnt out. I was exhausted. It was just a really hard time. And I think it was either year eight or nine for me. And I just remember, you know, I was in this classroom and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Something has to change. And I knew that there was a national board mentor in my building. And I just, as soon as I was done in that class, I went straight to her office and I said, I'm ready. I've got to do something different. Um, and by pursuing this, I knew I always wanted to do it, but it seemed like life got in the way. And, you know, I had children and, you know, just wasn't ever ready for it but that was the moment I was and um totally transformed my teaching I remember that I um got my passion back I love love teaching even through the pandemic it's tough but um you know, I'm here and I'm doing it. Um, I got certified in early middle childhood literacy. Um, that's my expertise. And I've, I've went a lot of places and had a lot of opportunities by becoming national board certified. So what was your journey like? Did you have any stumbles along the way? Um, while I was getting my certification? Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess the main thing, because you know, I said life gets in the way, life happens, and I deal with this with the candidates that I mentor through the process. Um, My grandmother was very sick during that time. Um, She had Alzheimer's, and I was staying the nights with her at at hospice. She was moved to hospice, and I was at one of my meetings, and I I had literally just left hospice, and they said, you need to come back, Um, so I left, and she did pass away in the middle of my journey, but she was a teacher. She was a first grade teacher for years, and I knew that she would not want me to give up because she was feisty, and she was not one of those people that let anything go, (laughs) so, you know, I took a week off because it was December. It was really, it was, I think it was December 15th or 16th, Um, and after Christmas, I started right back up. 
Um, I did all four components in one year and I did certify, but in the back of my mind, you know, as a single mom, I had two toddlers taking care of um, my family. So I did have a lot of uh, stumbling blocks, but I wasn't going to let anything get in my way because once I decide to do something, I'm not stopping. (laughs) That's amazing. And now you're here. We're a national board certified teacher. Congratulations. I'm actually doing my MOC this year. Oh, amazing. Good luck. Good luck. (laughs) Yes. So we got to jump into component two now. So can you give us an overview of what component two is? Yes. Component two um, is basically differentiated instruction. And just being able to realize what your students' needs are and how to help them. Because we know as educators, not all of the students come to us ready to learn at the, at the same time. Um, I always think of that analogy about popcorn and they all go into the same pot at the same time, but they all pop when they're ready. Um, and that's kind of how um, component two is, is designing your instruction to meet the needs of different students. And it's going to be very different. You're, you're still teaching the same content. You just have to teach it in a, in a different way to help those students in their learning modalities. So what are some considerations educators should keep in mind when preparing for component two? Well, if you are not differentiating instruction, that is the first place to start. (laughs) Believe it or not, I work with a lot of educators coming to this uh, process and they go through my cohort and they're not used to doing that. And it always, you know, I think that that's the common ground, (laughs) but it isn't. So um, coming prepared and hold on, can you stop that? And I'll no read answer <laughs> today and normally we don't Sorry, have all of these. Um, I forgot where I was at. Um, we were talking about differentiated instruction. Okay. So coming to the national board process and being open-minded and knowing that you are a learner through the process, um, is, is the main key because this is what makes you as an accomplished teacher is going through this process. And if you're not doing it, it forces you to. Um, so differentiated instruction, just knowing where your students are at. And it's not always about observation. So some of my advice and tips to other teachers is you do formative assessments all the time, but it kind of Uh, C2 kind of teaches you how to use those assessments to um, target the students that you have and pinpoint that skill area that's a deficit or where they need to learn. Um, So you can start where they're ready and then build upon that. So do you have any resources that you would suggest for educators when they take, take on this component? Well, um, I have a lot of resources. I compile a lot of things myself to share with with my mentor or with my mentors that help me, but my mentees. Um, Sanford University has a Canvas course, and I think it's listed on the National Board site where they can enroll. Um, I always say that's very helpful because nothing is going to hurt you as long as you're learning and gathering all of this knowledge. Um, it's not going to be bad. <laughs> Um, you're an accomplished teacher, so you're a lifelong learner as well. It kind of goes along with those uh, core propositions that National Board has. 
Another uh, resource that I like to share with other people is using student-centered learning. Um, I think the book is, I don't know if it's by Mary Ellen Weimer, but it kind of helps teachers realize that not only with differentiated instruction um, are you planning your lessons, but getting the students involved in their learning and monitoring their own progress. Um, basically getting resources to help you have a student-centered classroom environment. Uh, last one, do you have any strategies or advice for educators working on component two? Okay, strategies and advice. Um, take it one day at a time because a lot of times you're not used to doing this type of, um, I guess, work. Uh, a lot of times teachers are so used to making these decisions and it's in their head, but putting that evidence down onto paper and learning how to analyze it and analyze the why of what you're doing um, would be one advice. Just putting it down, you know, use a post-it, carry a clipboard around. And if you make a decision like, okay, why did I just tell that student to do that? Why did I grab a highlighter? Um, just those little things. Um, it does take a little time. Most of the time, depending on the certifications, it's going to last over th at least three weeks. Um, so, you know, pacing yourself, creating timelines is always helpful. I like to make checklists because I like to check off when I'm done with things. It makes me feel accomplished. So using those national board um, resources in the commentary components, are very helpful. A lot of times I'll create a checklist for our cohort to kind of go along with whatever they're doing at the time, but basically pacing yourself. Um, I know several um, people that have went through the process, they like to work on everything at the same time. My advice, because I don't work that way, is I focus on one at a time. And once you're focused um, on one component, it's a little bit easier to get that finished instead of your mind going in all different directions. All right, so we're gonna take these next few questions outside of the classroom to get you to know a little bit. So okay. first one I got for you is, what was your first job growing up? Okay, my first job, I was a cashier at Kroger. Oh man. Yeah, um, I always wanted to have a job and um, my mom, I was, wouldn't let me, she was, um, you know, we were in sports and we were always very busy. And I remember one of the things that they said is that you're going to work for the rest of your life. You need to enjoy your childhood. Um, but as soon as I was ready to make some money, there I was opening up Kroger, a new store. Um, and at the same time, I was volunteering at a hospital. So I kind of did those two at the same thing at the same time. Nice. And last one, if you had to keep just three apps on your phone, which ones would they be? You get to keep messaging and your camera and the internet. Oh, you get okay. three apps and that's it. Okay, three apps. I'm trying to think of the ones that I use the most. I can still use messages and my camera. Um, I guess my one of my social media apps because I learn a lot about other teachers um, recipes because I like to cook um, exercising so like one of at least one of my social media apps I would not be able to live without um, you're gonna die on this one am I allowed to keep my calendar yeah for sure <laughs> okay I could not live without my calendar and I did something on my phone the other day and it deleted. And I texted my husband. I said, oh my gosh, 
I deleted everything off of my calendar. It's all gone. I was like, how am I going to keep up with my life? Um, because everybody in my family is a different color. Um, so my daughter's in dance and all of her things. My son is a wrestler, football player. Um, my husband's a coach. He's also a teacher. My mom lives close to me. I have two dogs and four cats. So everybody has a different color and I would have to keep that out. Um, and I'm actually just going to look down at my phone because I'm trying to, oh, okay. My other one is my Kindle because I read um, a lot and I would not be able to survive if I didn't, if I wasn't able to read any books. <laughs> so you got a book recommendation? Oh, I read a hundred last year. So um, <laughs> yes, I, I read a lot. Um, I guess my, one of my favorite books that I have just finished, let me uh, tell you the name of it. It's my, it's been my favorite this year and it's really, really short. It is called um, The Deep by River Solomon. And it's a little bit about how um, when the slaves came over from Africa and some of the bodies were thrown overseas and it talks about this creature I and mean, of course it's fiction about how he remembers all the memories of what those people went through and it is heart-wrenching oh, um, it is but it's called the deep by river solomon and if you want a touching book i i mean i can't, i still can't get it out of my head it's the first book of my of the year and it's still been my favorite out of the 15 that I've read so far this year. <laughs> hey, you've read 15 books this year? <laughs> I have, yes. I'm still trying to get through my first. Well, thank you for taking <laughs> the time to talk to me. This was a lot of fun. And I I'm, I got a book recommendation to go get now. You said the All deep right. by uh the deep by it's Rivers Solomon. By River Solomon. All right. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a really interesting book. So it's uh okay. definitely on my list now. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you enjoy it. And anybody listening, I hope they enjoy it too. All right, well, thanks, Jada, for taking the time. We'll, um, we'll definitely have to do this again. All right. Thank you. Reminder, the tips talked about on this episode of National Board Conversations are not official National Board content and are not guaranteed to help with achievement. There are best practices provided by National Board certified teachers to help kids going through the process. Thank you. What a useful conversation. I hope that was able to answer any question that you may have. I just want to say thanks again to Jada for joining the podcast and thank you for taking the time to listen. Be sure to follow us on social media for all your National Board related updates and we'll see you next time.